0: If you can hear this, that means you're tuned into JSY Podcast. And here I am, just simply, Yvonne, coming to chat with you, and you never know what about. This podcast was created for everyday people living everyday lives. The goal? To change perspectives one conversation at a time, with you in mind, of course. I will say this. I talk loud and laugh even louder because laughter is good for the soul. Grab something for hydration, adjust your volume setting, zone in and let's journey through life i guarantee i won't keep you long and whether it's me by myself or if i have a special guest i promise you there are sprinkles of wisdom here just for you i welcome every perspective i actually appreciate them i look forward to engaging with you and thanks for stopping in officially in yet another month super excited to have celebrated and loved and appreciated many women not all celebrities Um, I know on the last episode I did mention all the famous women not all but a lot of famous women that I thought of when it came time to celebrate or highlight women for Women's History Month and International Women's Day but I also want to take the moment now because I did not last month to say that each and every day we pass women who are phenomenal whether they're a grocery store worker whether they're a banker a massage therapist and the like I mean the list goes on and on and on so you don't have to um, look up to only celebrities we can look up to the people who we see every day pastors friends family teachers principals the list goes on and on so as we closed out women's month I just wanted to highlight that And now we are officially in April. I don't believe anyone is a fool, not on purpose for sure. And I just want to speak that out. If you're listening to this, you are not a fool. So April Fool's Day or not, I don't partake in that. I don't walk in that. I don't want you to walk in that. You are not a fool, okay? So here we are in April. Two things, National Volunteer Month. Did not know this is a month, but this is a actual thing where it highlights or gives people the opportunity to volunteer places, to give back as much as possible. If you see a need and you have the ability to give, give. If you see um, someone struggling with something and you have it, just, it, it costs nothing to be nice, to be kind. So if you can volunteer somewhere, it really does the heart good. I'm not saying go out and give every single thing you have just if you have a couple hours in the day or if you have a couple hours in the month in the week in this month in particular that's what we're highlighting or that's what the world is highlighting National Volunteer Month as well as Financial Literacy Month which I just learned about this as well Um, I'm a big advocate of learning so all types of learning whether it be um, a topic like education or just lifelong learning, self-improvement, self-esteem, self, just, I'm a fan of personal development. So financial literacy is a major asset to everybody. Like we all need money. We all need to be better. I can't say better managers. Most of us need guidance, guidance in certain areas where we could be better. And always like none of us are perfect. So Even if you meet somebody and they're great in so many areas, there is an area they could use improvement on. So financial literacy this month, learning how to budget, learning how to save, learning how to make your money work for you, learning how to have multiple streams of income, all of those things are important here in this month of April, which is Financial Literacy Month. I do not have a stake in this. I just wanted to share the information as I get it. But... All of that to say, we have made it. Come on in, come on in, come on in. And this particular episode, somebody, a listener, hey, a listener requested this topic, which made me scream out loud because, duh, I am a massage therapist. So as a massage therapist, they requested for me to speak about massage, all things massage. So, um, this month, April, the end of this month will actually make seven years of me being a massage therapist. Another friend of mine would say completion. <laughs> and I laugh about it because, um, massage was never meant for me to, well, n- massage for me was never meant to be an in game career. It was literally a transition for me. And I knew this going in. So when I started, it was, I first started off as a client. And then my therapist told me I would be great being a therapist. And so that's really how I kind of segued into it. But I went in, even with her telling me to be a therapist, knowing this was not going to be my end goal. Like it was just going to be something I did in the meantime. I have a heart for it. I'm passionate about it. I love getting and giving massages. I mean, it's a... If I had to pick, it's probably like a 55-45 split with me getting them more than me giving them, but I have a heart of love, and I just want to help and, and love on and nurture and support as many people as I possibly can, and so I really enjoy massage, both sides of it, so what better way to give and receive and pass information than right here, so thanks so much for tuning in, and without further ado, let's get into it. So, there are, that I know off the top of my head, at least 8 to 10 types of massage. And if you don't know, like say if you're a first time, you're thinking about massage, but you've never had it. So, there are Swedish, deep tissue, prenatal, hot stone, sports, tie, or table tie. Shiatsu or Ashiatsu, cranial lymphatic drainage, and I want to say ice. It's like hot and cold therapies. Now, if you are a massage veteran, oh, I didn't think of cupping, and I didn't think of myofascial release. So I really think it could probably go past. That was just twelve. I think it could go past that, but. If you've never had a massage, you probably want to stick with the Swedish. So um, the ranges of time, you can do 30 minutes, one hour, 90 minutes, two hours. It is hard to find people to do two hours. And if it's your first massage, I do not recommend that. Um, To me, 90 minutes is the perfect time. But I tell any single person who's ever got on my table, as well as anybody who's thinking about massage, that... You do what works for your budget. I will never tell someone, come and see me every week. I don't know your finances, and I don't know your schedule. So if your body is super stressed and you need it, cool. But can you afford it? And when I say can you afford it, can you afford it financially, and can you afford it time-wise? Because we all have things we want. does not mean our pocketbook matches. We all have things like I would love to get a massage once a week. My schedule will not allow me to do so. Like, it is so many things going on. Maybe in one season, but in this season that I'm in right now, I can't do it. And so if I get one every two to three weeks, I'm excited. But there was a time that I got it every Friday night, like at 8 o'clock, and that was my thing. But that was in that season. That was the best nine months of my life, by the way. (laughs) But in certain seasons, things are possible. But then in other seasons, may not be. So um, I said all that to say 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, or 120 minutes, which is two hours, and I want to break down typically how it goes, so anytime you get a massage, anytime, does not matter when, where, how, why, all of that, you're paying for it, even if it's gifted to you, like if you win a gift certificate, somebody paid for it, but you have that gift certificate, you're presenting it, so it's as though you're paying for it, it's your massage, so In 30 minutes, they typically say it's just upper half, like upper body, meaning from your waist up. If you choose to say, I just want you to work on my feet for that 30 minutes, it's your 30 minutes. Typically, in a 60 minute, it's a full body. If you choose to say, I only want my upper body worked on for the whole hour, As a therapist, they should honor that because you're the one who's the the client. You're the one that's paying for the service and the 60 minutes, 50 minutes, 55 minutes, depends on where you go. You have to read the brochures and the handouts. Some people do only 50-minute massages and, and it just goes from there, 110 instead of 120. You know, it goes like that. So whatever the time is, you're paying for that time slot. So if you want a full body, fine. That's typically standard. And I have done... a full body in 30 minutes was it great I didn't think so but that's what they wanted they were like I've never had a massage I'm super nervous and I want to know what you're gonna do like I want to know what would happen in the 60 minute but I want you to show me in 30 minutes so I literally was like okay well let me see your back okay we got 10 minutes here two minutes on each arm four minutes on each leg like I was doing the math to try to make sure I touched everything that needed to be touched in 30 minutes do we do we like to do that not really, because we have it set in our mind. Okay, you get 30 minutes, upper half. Okay, you get an hour, full body. Okay, you get 90 minutes, like an hour on your back and 30 minutes everywhere else. I mean, it's kind of like programmed in a therapist's mind, like how it's going to go, especially if we watch you walk in and you're limping. It's like, oh, that hip, or oh, this, or oh, that knee. Oh, I can kind of pick apart what you need worked on. That's another thing. When I was in school, they told us, Literally before we graduated, we had to do a massage with the blindfold on, meaning you could not see with your physical eye, you had to see through your hands. And other other schools have not done this. When I talk to other therapists, they're like, girl, that's absolutely crazy. I don't I don't know anybody who does that. And I'm like, We did. And at first it freaked us out, freaked me out because they told us up front, before you leave, you will have to do a massage with a blindfold on. And I'm thinking to myself, how is that how is that possible? Like how is this going to work? And they were just like, because you need to be able to feel what people cannot tell you. So people might come in and say, my left shoulder has been bothering me, not knowing that their left hip is causing an issue that's traveling up their body. People don't know what they don't know. And if they've not been trained on the anatomy and the physiology or the kinesiology, like how the parts work, if they don't know that the way they sleep or the way they sit in the car or the way they hold stress or if they don't know that... They can't accurately depict that to the therapist. So if you go in and you say, I just need 30 minutes, my neck is bothering me, I've been having a lot of headaches, I should be able to, as a therapist, put my hands on you and figure something out. Now, all therapists do not look at it like that. When I was in school, I was the only one who actually got massage. And who was considering being a therapist? Everybody else was there because they heard it was good money and it was flexible. Like it was a great schedule. You might travel the world, as, like on a cruise, or I mean, they heard really good. They heard the perks of it, so they came because of the perks, not really caring about what they were, what it was gonna be in their hands. So they were like, "Oh, super excited! I'm gonna make this money straight out of school. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that," and then not necessarily caring about what they were about to get into. So when they told us in school, they said, you will have clients who come to you and they'll never return because they can feel the difference between somebody who actually cares about their body and what's going on with their body and somebody who just wants to get paid. And they were like, you want to make sure that you actually care about the people you're laying hands on because that will generate income. Yes, every person that comes to you will generate some money, but you want the massage to be... Where when people get up, they feel like their body is affected in a positive way. They want to feel like, I just did something good for myself. Not, oh man, like what was that? That was a waste of an hour or a waste of 30 minutes. Or people who just look at the clock the whole time and they count down every single minute. You don't want that. If you're in a massage and you can think about what time it is, (laughs) that's not a good sign. (laughs) But okay, so I'm trying to stay on topic here because she was... When we we're talking about what to cover, it was kind of specific. Like, let's make sure if somebody has never had a massage, what they need to know. So, let me recap. I'm Swedish, if you've never had a massage. And which I tell people, a lot of people who've never had a massage, if they come to me, I tell them, I'm going to do a firm Swedish. And that just simply means Swedish is just moving the blood and the tissues. Like, opening them up, but long, smooth strokes. And then deep tissue is... Firm pressure going past the surface level muscle. Like you want to go deeper into the muscle. Most people cannot handle deep tissue all over. So it's typically in the upper half. But some people like deep tissue all over. It's interesting to see, especially like if they work out all the time or they're bodybuilders or, you know, they do stuff that requires their muscles to be super like stand ish Then they're like the ones who really want to deep versus the average person is like, I just kind of want to feel like, I got some stuff worked out, but I don't want to be sore tomorrow. Like, I don't want to be, can't get out of bed. So, somewhere in the middle of that is a firm Swedish. So, when you tell people firm, it means I want you to work on some stuff, and I want you to release some knots, but I don't want you to, to make me feel, like, nauseated or um, sore the next day. Speaking of nauseated, when you get a massage, you must, you must, you must, you must, you must You must, you must, you must, you must drink water. People have came in and they're like, I'm going to drink wine when I get through. I'm so relaxed. I'm so relaxed. Okay. And then the next day they're like, I feel so bad. Because what happens is in moving the tissue, you are moving toxins through the body. So since you're moving them through the body, you have to get them out, excrete them some kind of way. So if you're not going to the restroom, guess what? They're just moving to another spot in the body. And then they were kind of stuck in one spot. Now you've circulated it through because it's moving through the blood and it's it's moving through the body. And then that's what makes you feel sick. Not everybody feels sick, but it is a known thing that it could happen. So if you get massage, you must drink water and not just a cup of water either. Like you want to get enough to where you're actually using the restroom at later that day, like, actually using the restroom but not just one time you want to get it to where you're actually pushing out things that could have passed through your body also I always tell people linger in the shower when you get home that way whatever is there the hot water or the the water in the shower is allowing you to stand up like you were laying down and then you're standing up and you're allowing all of that to kind of circulate you don't want anything to get stuck and kind of stagnant and that's typically what happens in knots that toxins stagnate in one area and so if your shoulder has a big knot in it it's typically a bunch of toxins gathered up by their shoulder or by that um like the lower back just sitting a lot of times you sit to drive to stand to walk i mean you just that that um The gluteus maximus, so the butt, is the largest muscle or the tightest, can be the tightest. It's the biggest muscle group. And so because of that, a lot of issues start right there. And so if you're immobile or if you're not moving and stretching and, you know, kind of letting stuff flow through there, then that's the area where things are stagnant. So then when people start working on your lower back, then people have issues and they're like, oh, that hurts so bad. And they're like, oh, I just don't really like it. But they need it because it's not being the blood and the and nothing is being circulated right there on the regular because all they do is sit or they keep their body without a lot of movement, which is not on them. It's just kind of the society we live in. But that's why um, when people encourage exercising because they just want the blood to get to pumping and get to moving. So I am not lost. <laughs> Back to massage. So if you get... Any type of massage, so I named the, the the Swedish and Deep Tissue are the two common, the most common massages. I'll probably come back and do another episode where I talk more about each massage, maybe. I don't know. I might do a part two. But um, Swedish and Deep Tissue are the two most common massages. If you've never had a massage, I recommend a firm Swedish so you can get some blood moving but you can also break up some knots um a lot of times and I will say this as a therapist people want deep tissue but they want to pay Swedish prices there is a price difference between Swedish and deep tissue because deep tissue requires more work it costs more money um and people will say I just really want you to get all the knots out of my shoulders and then Swedish everywhere else just know when you say that the therapist thinks they don't want to pay. They, do, they want me to do the work, but they don't want to pay. I'm giving you the inside scoop. Just say I want a sweet, a firm Swedish. And they'll do something, but they won't do a lot. Like, they won't do so much to where it's, 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 it should be a visible difference between Swedish and deep tissue. And if you've never had one, sign up for the Swedish If you've had one and you felt like it wasn't enough, because I have had massages where I had to stop the person. I'm like, I don't want you putting lotion on me only. I want you to go further than that. Because some people, Swedish does mean relaxing. And so people typically will go like a little bit more than putting lotion on. And I'm just like, no, I don't want that. Like I might not, I might be in a stressed moment in my life and I want to relax, but I don't want to relax, but you just put an oil on me. I want to. Get some knots worked out in the process. So that's kind of what a firm Swedish is. You want softer strokes and you want them to move the, the blood and the all the stuff in your body. You want them working, and then you don't want it so gentle that you don't feel anything, but you just don't want it so deep that you're sore the next day. Um speaking of, okay, so in the massage, it is your massage. So since it's your massage, whatever you choose to do. There is a such thing as nervous chatter, meaning if you've never had a massage and you get in there, and you're like, so where are you from? So how long you been doing this? So what does your day look like? Well, how many clients do you have? Like they're just asking questions because they're nervous and they don't know what's about to happen. That's a such thing. If you get with someone as in a therapist and they tell you, be quiet, we're going to be quiet. We're going to relax. We're going to silence our mind or we're going to silence. And you want to talk. That just means that probably that therapist is not for you, or vice versa. There are therapists who talk. Sometimes that is me. And then there are people who want to be quiet. So just understand that not every therapist is for every client. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. Like, just understand that if you go somewhere and you have a massage and you're thinking, hmm, that was okay, but it's not my favorite, or they weren't the greatest, or, "Nah, Okay nothing wrong with that. Don't give up on massage because one session wasn't great. Just find somebody else. It's a million people in the world, and it's probably 100,000 therapists. <laughs> you can always find someone else to go to. And just because one session was not great or you didn't get what you wanted does not mean give up on it. Or just say you couldn't relax. Like, you get there, and it's just something about it. You couldn't relax. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe that person just wasn't for you. Also, don't want to get super deep, but I will say, when you get ready to get a massage, there is energy being exchanged, and I they encouraged us as therapists to ground ourselves before, like, and when I say ground yourself, I don't, they were like, we don't want to be super spiritual. We don't want to tell you to pray, or we don't want to tell you to whatever. They were like, just say, whatever I have, I want to keep what I have. And whatever this person is about to lay hands on me, I want them to keep whatever they have. And I just want the energy, positive energy to flow. And say something like that. Let me keep what I came with as far as the positive energy and the vibes and the I don't know how else the energy that I came with, because there is a energy exchange between two people. When you are touching someone, there is an exchange, whether you believe it, whether you see it. I personally, they told us in school, there's a such thing as a bad massage. And I had never had a bad massage. So I was like, I don't I don't believe you. And they were just like, keep getting massages. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to t- put them to test. Like, I'm going to make sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. And so I started going to different people just because I was in love with massage first and foremost. But because also I kind of wanted to prove them not wrong, but just like, mm, maybe that was just your experience. And then I went in and I was super excited because I'm always excited when I'm getting a massage. And I came out agitated. Like, I got up off the table. I went to sleep. Got up off the table and was agitated. Like me picking up my keys, I remember I was agitated. Me checking out the lady was like, How was everything? I was just like, "Mm." it was fine, but I had like this agitation, just a heavy agitation. And I was thinking to myself, What? How am I agitated? You just woke up. What is going on? But I in my subconscious, you know, I'm thinking it, but I'm not saying anything. And she was like, Would you like to leave the lady a tip? She goes the whole thing, and I'm just like agitated. And so when I'm getting ready to go through the door, the the therapist had cleaned the room and she was coming out or she was getting ready for her next one or whatever the case. And she came up to the the receptionist and she was telling her, I've just had a crappy day and this and this on my nerves and this and this on my nerves. And I just can't wait to get off. And I mean, she just had this and she just sat there for like a couple minutes and was just going. And then it dinged, like it clicked in my mind. This is what they said when there is a such thing as a bad massage. Her technique was fine, but her energy was off. And I allowed myself not to say, not to feel, not to gather myself and say, I just want the massage. I don't want the energy, the the bad vibes. I don't want any of that. I just want physically my massages or my massage, like my muscles to be relaxed in this massage. That's all. I should have said it, but I was just you know, trying to not necessarily prove a point, but I was just, I just didn't believe it. So when I got to the car, I was like, I have to call the school and tell them. And of course they laughed. They were like, I told you. And they were just like, it's not necessarily about the touch. It's about the fact that energy is being exchanged. Like things are happening, even if you don't think, you think I'm just laying here and they're just rubbing me down with lotion or oil or whatever the case. And a lot of people just dismiss it. You can dismiss it. It's just if you're hearing from me, if you're listening to this, just think right before you get a massage, just say it. Even if it doesn't mean anything, even if you don't believe it, just, I just want to keep the positive energy in the, and the vibes that I have in myself. And I want them to keep the vibes and the energy they have in themselves and then go and go to sleep and slobber and snore and fart and whatever else. So, so many things to say. I'm going to try to not to keep y'all super long, because I've been, I've been doing this almost seven years, because I have stories. So I might come back and do a story time. But, um, okay, so Swedish, firm Swedish, deep tissue, um, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, or two hours. I legitimately worked on a man's calves. Do you hear me? Calves for two hours. And I almost went over. Like I, It was like two hours and three minutes. But he called in and he said specifically, I want Yvonne and I want to do a two-hour. Well, if somebody gets a two-hour with me, they have to ask the receptionist to ask me first because I typically don't work on people for two hours because they don't have enough for me to work on. And he heard through somebody. Like, I didn't even know this man. So when he called and he asked for me, he was like, two hours deep tissue on. He just said, two hours deep tissue. And when he got there... And he told her to tell me, like one of my clients. And so I was thinking to myself, okay, so he must know that he must know that it's gonna be, you know, like I, it, it had to be some kind of way that he knows this. Like I would do a d- two hour on him. So he gets there. And when he's filling out his paperwork, he puts on there, paperwork, only do my legs. And I'm thinking to myself, two hours and you only want me to do your legs? He gets there and he tells me, I'm a tennis player. I teach tennis students. And he did some kind of, running or something with his legs. He's heavy on the leg work. When I tell you, I found so much. I literally, it was like two hours and like three, four minutes. Like, it was insane. And I told him when when we got to that last, like, few minutes, I was like, I'm not going to be able to finish. And he was like, it doesn't matter. You did amazing. He was like, most people cannot um, last for two hours. They don't want to do two hours. But I was thinking to myself, I'm going to have to put this on my resume. One hour on one leg and then the back of the leg not even the back in the front one hour on the back of the leg of course I did the hamstring and the calf but I'm just saying he literally just wanted his calves but I told him uh, I don't have enough to work on like I don't have I just don't have enough technique to do two hours on your legs and then when I saw his legs and then when I felt his legs I was like oh wow 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 like it was <laughs> it was intense but made it through so i'm trying to make sure i touch everything okay so another thing tips 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 massage typically massage therapist and let's okay so let me say this there's a such thing as like massage etiquette so massage therapist is a person who works on muscles and who heals people via, like, working on muscles. And then masseuse is a person who works on muscles, all muscles. And yes, there's healing, but there's also a sexual component. So I just want to inform or educate that if you meet someone and they say they're a massage therapist versus if they say they're a masseuse, I wouldn't call them out on it. I don't argue with people about it because I've talked to other therapists and they say, oh, we didn't learn that in school. Like they never told us that in school. Oh, okay. To each his own, you know, but it just has a different understanding, a different meaning, which is why a lot of people say, I don't want to get a massage because I don't want nobody trying to touch me in inappropriate ways. Women, ladies, breast are not included in a Swedish massage. If you have a mastectomy, a double mastectomy, or any kind of um, implants, or anything where you have surgery, and you want scar tissue work done, that is a separate certification, and 90% of therapists don't have it. So if you ever go to anyone, I don't think women would do this, but if you ever go to anyone, man or female, a man or woman, sorry, and they ask about breast massage, you ask them, what certifications do you have? Or you just say, I don't want that because that's not part of it. Like it's literally scalp, neck, back, hamstrings, glutes, so the butt if you want it. And it's not a, it's not a feel on you type butt. It's the muscle literally that you like, where your sit bone is, where your tailbone is. So much to say. Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you a full picture without skipping past certain things because I've been doing it so long. I feel like, I don't, I feel like this is, come on now. You know, like I, uh, anywho, scalp, neck, back, just bear with me, butt, hamstrings, calves, feet, and then you turn over and it's shins, quads, which is the thigh, and then your arms, and you finish with the neck. So, Um, They do face sometimes too, but a lot of people say, again, it is your massage. So if you say skip the scalp or skip my hair or my face because I'm going out in the public and I don't want you to touch it, fine. Also, if you leave socks on, that means I don't want my feet touched. If you leave underwear on, it means I don't want my butt touched. And again, most people, and when I say most, I really mean all, all people (laughs) need their glutes worked on but not everybody is comfortable and that's okay if you say I don't want that this time like maybe build up a relationship with the person to where you feel like you trust them you feel like they wouldn't do anything or you feel safe with them and then do um let them eventually work on it because they need to be worked on seriously from driving from walking from sitting all day at work from working out anything you can think of your butt your butt muscles are included so for people to say I don't ever I have literally had clients say I don't want legs done and they don't I know this I worked at a chiropractic clinic for like six months and I had a lady come to me twice a week Never did she want her legs touched, ever. And I finally told her, I was like, yes, you're clearing up and free, freeing the blood and the knots and all of this in the top of your body, but your lower body is not fully it's not fully circulating the blood because your lower body is not being touched. And so I'm not able to circulate the the blood and the everything from your legs all the way up to your head because you're not doing anything past the middle of your back. And she was just like, yeah, that's just what I like. Perfectly fine. It's your money. You can do whatever you want to. You can request what you want. You can say what you want. If I want you to be quiet and n- not talk to me, I'd rather just rest. Or you can be super short on your questions. If the therapist say, "How are you?" Fine, and they say, "What do you want me to work on?" Do your thing. If they say, um, "Is this your first massage?" No. Like if you give really short answers, they should. Pick up on the fact that you don't want to talk in the event that they don't. That's when you say, I just want to rest, or I just want to sleep now, or I just want to zone out. Or, I mean, people have said all kinds of things. Also, ladies, we do not care that you did not shave. That is the number one thing I say. The number one thing I hear, I'm sorry. Women tell me, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't shave. I didn't know I was coming, or I forgot. Girl, we massage men with six inches of hair on, like men that are hairy from their neck all the way down to their toe. We don't care about no stubble. And I mean that in the most, like, friendliest, kindest way. But I tell you, if you have never went, or say you're a massage veteran, stop saying it. You don't have to tell us, because it it literally does not matter when we get a guy that literally has six inches of of hair. And it's like thick, woolly bushy hair we can't do anything we can't turn them away and say you're gonna use up all my oil you got to go no we still work on them so if you have stubble or if you just say you didn't shave for two weeks it doesn't I guarantee you whatever woman hears this you have less hair than that man I guarantee you and then men have it some of these men have it from wrist all the way up like their whole arm is covered from wrist all the way to their shoulder and then the shoulder takes over like from the back and it's just the full body is covered in hair That little prickle or the little stubble or whatever, it's fine. That is the number one thing I hear from women. And every time I chuckle, and I'm like, girl, you're good. Like, I'm not here to judge you. Also, when people, I was a client that believed this, so this is how I know. When you get on the table, we're there for the muscles, the therapist. We're not looking to see if you have cellulite. We're not looking to see if you have rolls. We're not looking to see, because rolls are fat, so we're not there for fat, we're there for muscle. So if it's a muscle under that role, we're there for that. But it took me a while. I had to go to school. I had to really get it in my mind because I would be, "Oh, girl, I had to talk." I was a nervous chatter because I'm like, "Where you going? What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Girl, don't see that roll. Don't count that. Don't roll that. No, don't tuck that. Don't. Uh no, don't play right there. No, don't. I hope she don't see that. Uh, I uh. that's my mind. My mind is just going and going and going. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. I promise you, we are not paying attention to that. Now, if you're a woman and you're getting a massage from a man, I can't speak for a man. <laughs> I know he's supposed to be monitoring the muscles. I don't know. I don't know. Like I can't, I maybe have to interview a massage therapist man and we go back and forth, maybe, and, and kind of figure out, you know, what their take is. I'm pretty sure if they're professional, it's the muscles, but I don't know. I just know that women are way more self-conscious. Men are like, soon as you say you're about to get a massage and I'm going to step out, they're like getting undressed while you're standing there. you're like, no, 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 no. Wait till I step out. Then you get undressed and you get under the covers. So let me mention that. And then I'll go back to tips and then I'll get out of your hair. So when you get ready to undress, women, if you're uncomfortable or men, I mean, whoever, if you're uncomfortable and they say strip down to your comfort level, if you choose not to take your bra off, That's fine. Just understand you're still going to have to unstrap it for us to work on your back. And the reason why I say that is because the very first time the lady was like, I'm going to step out. You can strip down and and I'll come back. And I was like, strip down. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll take this dress off. And I got under the table. And then she was like, when she pulled the cover back to do my back, she was like, uh... Did you forget to take your bra off? And I was like, girl, no, I don't know you. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And she was just like, no, I'm just going to work on your back, but I don't want to get oil on. And I was like, you can't work around it? And she was like, well, can I unstrap it? And I was like, for what? Like, I was so lost. I had no clue what I was about to do. So then she was just like, I'm going to unstrap it, work on your back, and then I'm going to strap it back. And I was like, okay, because I'm knowing I'm going to have to flip over. But I did not know that the cover was going to be on me at all times. Like, I had never had it. So I was like. Uh, you want me to strip down? And then she was like, next time you can take your underwear off so I can work on your glutes. And I was just like, no, nah, sis, the underwear not coming off. Like, nah, You know, but I didn't know. I didn't know that I was going to be under the cover. I'm thinking... Uh, under the cover. And I'm thinking when she comes back, she's going to take the cover off. So then I was like, that's awkward. I don't want to get to know you in that manner. So I was just like, mm. and then <laughs> she didn't do a, a good job of explaining to me exactly what would happen. So because of that, I was a little lost. But now I know they uncover one section at a time. So if they're working on your back, they're going to uncover your back, work on it, cover it back up they're working on your leg, they're going to uncover the back or the front, depending on how you're laying, and then they're going to cover it back up. And then if they're working on your feet, they're going to uncover your feet, and everything else is still covered, and then they're going to work on that and then cover it back up. So at no point are you just laying there exposed. Now, if you get someone who does that, not professional, and you might not want to go back because that's strange. Also, if you get someone who is like... When they cover, uncover your leg, if they're going way up in between the thigh, unprofessional. Like It should be a space where you don't feel violated. If you feel violated, you can always say, oh, I, I don't want that massage or I, I'm not comfortable with that or I'd rather you stop right here at the mid-thigh or you can say anything that you want because, again, at the end of it all, it is your massage. So if you just say, I want you to massage from my knee down, And from my neck up or mid-back up, you can say that. They might look at you crazy, but you can say that. Like, it's your massage. Do what you will. So, um, another thing I was going to touch on, tips. Okay, so, nine times out of ten, the therapist works for someone. Unless you see Susie's, I don't know, snazzy massage, and she's Susie, she is working for herself. But normally you go Massage Envy, Hand in Stone, um, some of these other places. I can't think of all of them. There's a bunch of them. They're chains. So I interviewed with a lot of places because I wanted to see if what I was making was comparable or less or more. You know, I wanted to see where I was in the spectrum of making money. And so um, as I interviewed with places, I learned how they do elements, um, I'm trying to think of any of the chains. They have them everywhere. But when I was interviewing, typically the chains pay per hour. And then they give you additional if you're actually working. So you might make $7.75 here in Texas, that's minimum wage. So you might make $7.75 an hour with no clients. But if you're working, it might be $25 an hour, $30 an hour. 30 is stretching it. But just say you're doing a massage, so you get $30 an hour. But on the hours you're not working, you get $7.75. So the tip becomes what you rely on to make extra money because the hourly wage is not that much. So, what happens is the client, you might pay $80, and then they only get $30, and so then they're, like, expecting a tip. So, this is how I tip. This is how me personally, because I was a a client before I was a therapist. So, $10 to me is you did good. You did your job. You skipped a few things, or I feel like it could have been a little better, but you did good overall. You came to work. You got me on time. You stayed the whole time, right? $15 is no, no, no. Hold on. Let me rephrase this. $10 is you made it through the massage. (laughs) Like you did good. Right. $15 is you started on time. You gave me my full amount of time. So that's another thing. Just say if me personally, I have ran late. I don't know how many times. So say I'm, you're supposed to pull you back at two. You're supposed to come back at two o'clock. I come get you at two three. I'm going to go to three three because I came and pulled you back late. Some people will say, well, I pulled you back at 2 or 3, but your appointment is over at 3 o'clock. So you just, however long, whatever happens, that's just on you. No. If I see that when I go to someone, I'm not giving you a full tip because you didn't give me a full service. But that's just me. But also, I've been doing this and been, you know, a client and a therapist, so I see both sides of things. But no, no. Like, I feel like $10 is you did your job. $15 is you did above, you did a good job. You did a really good job. And then twenty dollars is I just really like you and what you do, and I just want to sew. I just want to sew because I've literally had a guy leave me a hundred dollar tip, and the very first time I bought, cried. I came running out of this massage room, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I think, I think, I think, and I was trying to put it in his hand, real polite, and I was trying to, I was trying to figure it out, and he was like, no, he was like, I, I, no, I left it for you, and I was like, what? Why? And he he had this long story and he was like, you just remind me of, and he just went through this whole thing. A really nice man and he didn't have any kids. And when I, the more we got to know each other, he reminded me of my dad. And he was like, I just see all these things in in you. And I mean, he was like, your work is great. I mean, he just went through this whole thing. But anything above $20 is you just really want to bless them. Like you just really want to give them something, right? 10 good 15 better than good 20 and above you just did they just like you like you just like them they did their thing you just want to make sure they know um also this is i would say for a 60 minute if you do a 30 minute it's typically cheaper so you leave less money if you do a 90 minute it's typically more expensive so you would leave a little more money if you choose not to tip that's fine i mean there's not a It's not a rule that says you must tip. So, it's if you have it. And because sometimes I went and it was an amazing massage and I didn't have it. Like, that was all of the money I could scrape up was to get in there. So, in my mind, I'm like, uh, I'll say a prayer, but uh, I don't have no tip for you. Tip is pray for me. You know, like, whew, it was rough, you know. Or, on the flip side of that, um, I've had people who ask for extra things like, They can only afford the Swedish, but they want the deep tissue, and then they don't tip. So then on the next time, if they come back, you're like, I'm going to do the bare minimum. Like, not me personally, but people, I've heard it on both sides. And clients, they're like, "Mm," "They'll put them back on my books. Or they'll say, oh, I'm just going to cut them on time. They'll figure out a way to make it because they're like, I don't think I should have done all of this. So then that's when it goes back to what I was saying. If they're in it for the money or if they're in it because they actually love people and they want to help, it makes a difference. So um, also I will say that when going to the bigger locations, they typically tax the therapist for the tip. So I recommend cash. Like I tell people, I tip in cash just for the simple fact that I want you to get your tip. Like the the, the location, the establishment gets the payment for the service. And then the tip should be for you. But I've interviewed at places. They were like, we get 10% of the tip because we had to run our card machine. Or we get... Uh, It's an 80-20 split on the tip, or it's a 90-10 split, or it's a 95-5 split. And I'm just like, how is it a split when I was the one doing the service? Granted, I did not work at these places. I just interviewed because I was like, well, maybe I can leave the spot that I'm at and go see what they have just to see if it's better. And then when I hear these things, it's like, what? You want me to bring my own sheets? And you want me to bring my own stuff? And you want me to bring my own this, this, this? You want me to have my own music? You want me to have this? You want me to have this? And then we split the tip? No, so I said that to say tipping cash to me is best unless you know the the policy of the tip of the place. Like some of the smaller spas, like where I work, we get hundred percent of the tip. So I tell people it doesn't matter if you tip on the card or if you leave cash. Either way, it's all mine. It's however you want to do it. If you didn't have time to get cash before you came, fine. If you choose not to leave a tip, that's fine as well. We encourage tipping, obviously, because if we didn't encourage, nobody would do it. (laughs) But if you don't tip, don't feel bad about it. Because, I mean, seriously, I've been in a spot where that was my only, I had the $70. Like, that was my last $70, and I scraped it up because I wanted a massage. So I was like, here we go. Like, sorry that it wasn't anything extra, but this is all I had. And then the next time, I try to make it better, you know. But if that's your first time and you don't know, Do it. Go with what you have. Like, there's no, well, I only have the massage money, so I'm just going to skip out on massage because I don't have a tip. No, if you need the work done or you have the time or your schedule is free or you want to try it out just to see, go do it at least once. I think everybody should have it at least once. So as I close, that was a lot of information, guys. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I probably will do another one so where I don't have to, um, Feel like, I'm cramming so much in, like shoving it down your throat. No, um, but overall, the time, the amount of time for massage, the types of massage, the professionalism, I think, of massage, and just massage etiquette overall. But, um, super excited to have listener requests. If you have anything, definitely message me. Um, just simply Yvonne on Instagram or just simply Yvonne at Gmail. And I, of course, will read and respond. And then maybe I can talk about a topic that you have. I'm super excited um, just to have the love and support to be on this fourth episode, just to be making my way. And you just never know what's going to be the next conversation. Thanks so much. Well, that's all for this episode, folks. I hope I didn't keep you too long, but were you at least able to zone out from the busyness of life? Did I make you chuckle even a little bit? Please feel free to subscribe so you get notified first, share with all your friends, and be on the lookout for the next episode. Thanks again for all your support and love. I truly could not do it without you. Until next time, just know I'm somewhere talking. (laughs) And as my mom says, when it's time to go, It's been real. A Texas farewell to you. Toodles, y'all.